from Bregman MD, where we're all about psych solutions. I'm your host, Linda Corley, and this is The Breakdown with Dr. B. Over the past year, we've dealt with masks, we dealt with lockdowns, social distancing, and now there's talk about something called a vaccine passport. So doctor, I'd like to talk to you today about the psychology of the vaccine passport, which everyone is talking about. What do you think? You know, in in some ways, the, the people who have this kind of problem somehow you know, a, a, a lot of issues are they're overdetermined. You know, like they think it's something else. They think it's the government like interfering. You know, that like remember in the in the movies in Germany, they say, "Give me your papers." Right. right. Show me your papers. Show me your papers. Okay. There's a lot of people who have some concerns about that, and really, I think it has to do with just being educated. A lot of us went to school and got vaccinated all the time. Never thought about it. You got to go to camp to the kid. You get vaccinated. You know, I mean, it, it, it became part of our lives. You know, now maybe they want you to have a little certificate, but you always had some kind of documentation. You know, vaccination. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I want to talk about. I want to talk mm-hmm. about other countries that are doing this. I want to talk about the history of the vaccine certification. And I want to talk about the semantics of the two words, vaccine passport. So let's go back in time. Okay. A lot of people don't know this, but back in the late 1800s, when this country was just brimming with immigration, right? You had a lot of people coming in from Europe. And in the late 1800s, smallpox, was huge. And so there was a vaccine certificate. Now, I bet most people don't know that. Um, Border control, when you came in through the borders, whether it be through Mexico, Ellis Island, through Canada, you had to show either a pockmark on your arm, which showed that you've been vaccinated, a vaccine certificate, or a pitted face. I read that. That sounds so Elizabethan, doesn't it? But <laughs> it's true. You you had to show these one of three things. And from what I read, no one had a problem with this. Why is the mentality in this country so polarized? You've got the government that's polarized about this, pretty much 50-50, by the way. And as Americans as a whole, they're evenly divided on the idea with 39% for the idea of the passport and 40% against. That's a very recent poll. I mean, that's right down the middle. Some people think it's a restriction on our civil liberties. Others look at it like a gateway to our freedom. Whatever it is, I think it's going to work its way out. People are going to have to make decisions. I went to dinner with a, a bunch of people the other night and we just started talking about who was vaccinated and one person wasn't. And we were all shocked, you know, that that was, you know, the case. Maybe people's concerns and fears, you know, about, you know, having to show that they're vaccinated is kind of uh, foreign to them or maybe intrusive to them, especially people, 
you know, who are weary of the government or intrusion, you know, show me your papers. My thought is that um, it'll kind of work itself out because there'll be a lot of places people can't go or, or travel or some, without some kind of identification that you were vaccinated. Uh, so. Yeah, you know, it's so true. And it's funny because America, which, you know, civil liberties is huge. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what makes this country wonderful with our freedom. Um, but like, you know, you take a place like Israel. In Israel, there's the Green Pass right now that allows vaccinated citizens to visit restaurants, con- concerts, sporting events. That's already in effect and actually having a lot of success. And then certain universities in this country, like Rutgers, Brown, and Cornell, have announced that that they will require proof of vaccination for students in the fall. Now, a lot of, like I said, a lot of politicians are against this vaccine passport idea to be countrywide. So I'm not quite sure if the countrywide idea is ever going to take off just because America is America. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, there's a lot of independent people. They're not going to want it. And then um, they'll just, everybody will have some kind of, they'll laminated their vaccine. They were vaccinated. So um, I, I, I still very positive, you know, that um, this whole issue about the passport thing, or maybe just identification. Don't like name it passport. It's like that a lot of things. Exactly. That's exactly what I want you to get into is the psychology, because obviously, you know, we're not politicians and so forth and so on. So we're not here really to discuss the politics of it, whether it's right or wrong. But let's talk about the psychology of the word passport. You think okay, the well, word passport yeah. is the the linchpin to this, you think if we change the name to vaccine certificate, mm. that that would be more of an, a softer sell to Americans? Well, I, I can only go by my own experience. So, um, you know, I've been practicing psychiatry for 40 years. And uh, in the beginning, when I was practicing, uh, ADHD was called um, minimal brain disorder. Now, I had patients, all kinds of people who had ADD. And, and I say, well, I think you got minimal brain disorder. And so some of the big guys would say, no, doc, I'm not going to tell my friends about that. I'm not, I don't have that. I said, oh, they're now calling it ADD. Oh, ADD. Oh, a lot of people have that. I'm okay with that. Okay. So a lot of it has to do with how is, you know, the word, you know, a passport maybe is an ominous way to take a look at this, but we all had to be vaccinated. We went to school and camp and everything. We grew up with it. A lot of us. You're right. If we want to go to Brazil, for instance, you need certain vaccinations. Yeah. And nobody says no. Right. So I I think that maybe this whole thing is going to work itself out. And I think we should be very careful about what we name it, because it's a good thing. We're all going to get protected. We should all get vaccinated as many people as possible. So they'll all have herd immunity and protected. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily want to say yay or nay to it. I just think, yes, maybe they should rethink the name of this certificate. And maybe if it's an easier name uh, for people to handle that a return to normal 
uh, would be easier to achieve because it would give people incentive um, who are reluctant to get vaccinated to reconsider that. Yeah, I think we should incentivize people instead of like uh, traumatize them through kind of concepts that they're uh, concerned about. We're going to have to see how this plays out, but I think we're going to have a good outcome. Yeah, as they say, time will tell. Yes. Shifting our thoughts uh, to a topic that you've talked a lot about in the last month um, with the press, a lot of media Uh, this whole syndrome that you've discovered that you've noticed is really starting to take off because it's so real. And that's cave syndrome. A lot of people have cave syndrome. uh, Now that we're starting to see people vaccinated, now that we're seeing people starting to resume their normal lives, the problem is a lot of people are not resuming their normal life. And that's called cave syndrome. So you want to take us through that? Yeah, Linda, you know, this has been something that I've really been uh, focusing on. And I think I see maybe a lot more of it than others, because I see a lot of people with anxiety disorders, anxiety spectrum disorders. So if we talk about the the cave syndrome that I've been discussing, that, you know, basically people um, have been locked up and they've been in, in their cave, so to speak. And now they, they're told, oh, it's safe, you know, to come out. And it's very, people are very cautious about this. And I think it has to do with um, the, our natural behavioral immune system. That maybe there's something natural about being cautious, you know, about uh, going out, okay? So what I did was um, I kind of marked down uh, the... Uh, stages of severity of cave syndrome. And I thought because it involved talking about behaviors, people would kind of understand maybe I do have this thing. So, okay. So we'll start off with the mild um, uh, cave syndrome. Okay. Well, right. Okay. So there's going to be three mild, moderate, and severe. Okay. Three types of severity here. Okay, the mild part is like kind of the masses. Many people, because of our uh, unconscious behavioral immune system, you know, we kind of like step out there you know, gently. We want to see what's, what's going on, make sure everything is okay. Because they say it comes back until it doesn't. And that's how like humans think. I, I mean, you know, there's been viruses around forever. And um, how did humans come out? So it comes back until it doesn't. That's kind of like, you know, the mantra here. So we have people with the mild form have kind of a mild form of agoraphobia. You know, they're kind of afraid to go to some open spaces, hang around with people they don't know. They don't go to the same places they used to go. They only hang around with vaccinated people. Okay, so uh, excuse me. So wouldn't you say that, okay, if you looked at this as a whole and you said, you know, you cut it into a pie, uh, mild, moderate, extreme, or severe, uh, wouldn't you say that part of the pie that we're talking about now would be a big percentage of that pie, right? Where a lot of people have mild, because we're all careful, right? A little cautious. Okay, so that's almost normal, 
right? To be cautious. Exactly. So the mild form to me is just natural. I mean, that that's what we would expect for intelligent people, you know, to be doing. Okay. So So then now let's talk about moderate. That's a little smaller part of the pie. Oh, much smaller part of the pie. But there is a subset of people. And what I see uh, in my practice, because I have a lot of adults and working people, is there's this thing about they don't want to go back to work on site. Uh, okay, there's, uh, so that is kind of a marker for me. And they want me to write letters and this and that, you know, to help them with their employment. Then they really, they're hesitant about going out, you know, outside the, the family, you know, to getting together. They also, they're ambivalent about the vaccine. So they have ambivalence about taking it. And um, they they may have, some of the, the individuals have a little bit of comorbid anxiety disorder, spectrum disorders like generalized anxiety, social anxiety, panic disorders, agoraphobia, OCD. I mean, those are the people that, um, that we, we see a little bit more in this group. Okay, so let, let, let's talk about the extreme now. Now, these are people that may consider um, going to a Dr. Bregman because it's that bad. I mean, I think in the old days, we'd call them shut-ins. This is a smaller, smaller part of the population, but this is something that we're seeing that once the doors are open, once people are vaccinated, that sector of the population small as it may be, the extreme cave syndrome people are just not coming out of their caves, their homes. Yeah, you know, these people, the severe people, I see as now they're much more locked in. You know, you call it shut in, they're locked in. Um, They're very dysfunctional. You know, they don't work, they don't really socialize, they don't go to things. Um, They usually do have comorbidities of the ones I just mentioned, but more severe in, 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 this, in the anxiety spectrum disorders. They have media obsession um, and they're very ambivalent if they don't want to even take the vaccine and they have all kinds of strange ideas about it. Um, yeah, but you know what? I want to stop you, doctor, because, you know, now that you brought up the cave syndrome, so I've been really noticing this around my neighbors. And I got to tell you, where I see it extreme are from the older folks that have been vaccinated. Now, to me, that's the litmus test. That is where I know there's something wrong. You're in your home, you've been vaccinated, and you're still not allowing your children, your grandchildren, friends to come over that have been vaccinated to me, that is okay. That person has Cape syndrome. Yeah, and look, uh, you know, uh, one of the things that I've noticed in my practice is I have people that are talking to me on the video at home with a mask on. I say, hold it. What, what's going on? Are you like outside? Are people? No, I'm home. Do you always wear your mask? Yeah, I wear a mask at home. Oh. What do I you mean- say to that? Well, then I start exploring like other things that are really going wrong with this person because, you know, they're really disturbed and very phobic, you know, about pathogens, even in their own home. And that is really the the severe case that we're talking about. Now, you know, even in the mild case, 
You know, if, if I hear that people are walking with masks when they don't need them, you know, because the CDC said, you know, you know, if you're around a bunch of people who are vaccinated, a few people, you, you don't have to wear your mask if everybody's vaccinated. So, so the kind of, it's a, a, a signal to me there's something going on here because they don't really need the mask. Okay, so now we've identified the three. Um, let's talk about if you have severe cave syndrome or you know of someone with cave syndrome, what's the next step? Obviously, we want to get people out of the cave resuming a normal life again, a healthy, mental, normal life again. What, what are some of your, your, what's your advice? What are your, some of your tips? Okay, well, first is like accountability. Get a trusted friend or a loved one uh, could hold you accountable for your progress and your recovery. Make a plan with them, have a picnic, go shopping, I um, mean, go on a road trip. So that's the first thing. Okay, and that's that's I think start small. Okay, you know, you, Rome wasn't built in a day. If you go out and try everything at once, you most likely become overwhelmed. Okay, so don't do that. And so you do it step by step, uh, easy way back in graded exposure, expose yourself to things slowly, and gradually try to get out there more. Then really important, reach out. You know, there's nothing better than at times, if you really need a professional relationship for some guidance, do it. There's a lot of good things we have. So when all else fails, then seek some professional help. Great advice. Well, you know, we've talked about two really important uh, topics today, the vaccine passport and cave syndrome. I have a feeling we're going to hear a lot more in the future about both. I agree. And I agree. I, yeah, I think, and we'll be talking about it much more, um, especially cave syndrome, as you coined the term. And, um, you know, good work on helping, doctor, a lot of people out there through a lot of your media work recently. So that's great. Helping people come out of the cave. Yep, that's what it's about, Linda. You know, we're coming to the conclusion, we hope, of this, and people got to get out there. I agree with you. As you know, I have the opposite of cave syndrome, right? The fear of getting yeah, yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't have a problem with that. So you can help a lot of people. Uh, oh, they yeah. They out to you. <laughs> you got Absolutely. it down. You got it down. I can down. be the Pied Piper of getting people out of the cave. <laughs> I, that would be good. Go do it. Okay? All right. Well, I'm going to start right yeah. now. Okay. And I'm going to say I'll see you next week. See you next week, Linda. Take care. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. From Bregman, MD, you've been listening to the latest episode of The Breakdown with Dr. B. If you'd like more information or to speak to one of our top psychiatrists, just head to our website at BregmanMD.com to book a telepsychiatry visit from the comfort of your home. Hope you've enjoyed our latest podcast. Catch you next time.